Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. I don't know about you, but things got a little crazy for us last year. And I don't know if it was like coming out of the pandemic, like for a while things were so frozen and then everyone had to like hustle to like catch up and get back to work and do all the things that they wanted to do. Um, And then it was fall, which is super busy for us because we're really seasonal. And then the holidays are always super busy, especially as a brand photographer and with all the brands I'm working with. And basically the, the year, the last part of the year was so busy. And then things typically slow down a lot for most businesses, I'd say, after the holidays, which is what I dream of when I'm in that grind and hustle. But now I'm sitting here like, now what? What do I do when I have nothing to do? Maybe your job is seasonal too, or maybe you're just getting started in your business and you don't have a lot of clientele yet, or maybe it's just naturally a slow time of year for you. Today, I want to talk about 10 things to do when you have nothing to do. So the first thing seems very simple, but I want you to actually take a break, a real break. I want you to plan a trip. Maybe it's just a little trip, a day trip down to a big city a couple of hours away. Um, For me, it would be down to Salt Lake to go shopping, down to Target maybe because we don't have a Target here. Um, I would plan a trip or maybe it's a weekend adventure in St. George or in Las Vegas or somewhere close enough that I could drive to. Or maybe it's an actual real vacation because I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little bit crazy because the last flight I took was last February. Luckily, I've been on uh, two or three road trips, four, three or four road trips since then. But I live in Utah. My family lives in Washington. I've been here for over a decade. And in the last 10 years, I've gone on an airplane like at least once a quarter, probably. Even when I had like a two week old, um, I would like start traveling. Like I traveled the entire time I was pregnant. When I was pregnant with Rowan, I think he went on like 21 flights during my pregnancy. So I travel and go on a lot of airplanes. So sitting here, it's been almost an entire year since I've been on a plane. And my husband and I just booked our 10 year anniversary trip for March. And I'm super excited about that. Just thinking of being on a plane excites me. So maybe it's planning a real trip or Maybe your break looks like a day adventure with your kids. Maybe it's going to the zoo or the aquarium or I don't know. It's hard because we're in places where a lot of things are closed still. So maybe it's a park. Maybe it's a beach. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, whatever you can think of. Maybe your break is a girl's night or um, just a bath or laying in bed all day and watching a Netflix series. But the important thing is to, it's time to reward yourself for getting through 2020, even if it wasn't super busy for you. Running a business or starting a business in 2020 is amazing. And you deserve to reward yourself with a break, with a day in bed, with a bath, with a trip, with an adventure, with family time, whatever it is. Give yourself a break. Spend time with those that you love and the people that you're doing this for, and remind yourself why you're doing this and who you're doing it for and all that. So that's the first thing. When you have nothing to do, it's okay. Just enjoy it. And I know for you, Enneagram 3, Enneagram 3 is you're like, I don't want to rest. I don't like to rest. It makes me stress stressed. A break doesn't have to be rest. A break could be an adventure, vacation, a girl's night, 
other things that you would also enjoy that aren't just laying in bed. But personally, I love to lay in bed. So I would probably choose laying in bed or going on a trip by myself to the beach. Those are both my favorite things. The second thing to do when you have nothing to do is to start setting goals. So for me, I like to set goals um, for an entire quarter. Um, Instead of like a month, I like to do the whole quarter and then I could set monthly goals within those goals. But for me, the beginning of the year, I would set a goal for quarter one. So I know that my quarters look differently throughout the year. Quarter one is going to be my slowest quarter of the entire year um, because my work is really seasonal. Um, But it's actually changed a lot since I've switched to commercial photography and coaching and things like that. Um, It's actually become a little bit more balanced. But May through fall is really heavy for weddings and for families and for other things that are um, a big part of our business. So I'm going to set goals for quarter one. I'm going to set my revenue goal for quarter one. And then under that, I'm going to set all of my mini goals. So if my my quarter goal is to make $50,000 in quarter one, then my goal would be to make $20,000 in education, $20,000 in photography, and $10,000 in um, my courses or something like that. I don't know. Those were just off the top of my head. So then I'm going to go through and make action plans. So in order to make $20,000 in photography, how many commercial clients do I need to bring in? Because that's my my most common um, my most common genre during this time of year. So I would need 40 commercial clients at my most average booked session. They don't have to be 40 new clients. It could be 40 sessions divided by three months is 13 sessions per month, which is divided by four would be three sessions per week. Okay, done. That's that's good because um, I shoot more than three sessions a week. So I know I'm going to hit that target goal. And if I'm not there yet, if I don't have three sessions booked per week or more, then I would have to go in and figure out um, how to market for those maybe it's an email list, maybe it's reaching out to past clients, whatever it is, and kind of make all those action steps to make sure I can hit that goal. So I want you to go back to episode 15 about goal setting and listen to that on how I set my revenue goals and um, how I work backwards and create action plans with my goal setting and look at your year and kind of just ballpark set goals for your, you're not going to dive into each quarter because it's going to change as you get closer, but maybe set your, your quarter goal for one and then estimate two, three, and four and really brainstorm what you can do in quarter one to make all that possible. Um, and then the next thing, the third thing you can do when you have nothing to do is create a content schedule for your next quarter, um, or for the year. So for me, I can look at the year and know, um, if I was thinking as a wedding photographer right now in my head, I could think, okay, as a wedding photographer in my area, most people are getting married in May through August. That's the majority of our brides. So on my content calendar, I can be like, okay, they're mostly getting engaged in December and January for these spring weddings. So I can right now, my content can be about, um, planning proposals, ring shopping, what to look for when you're ring shopping. Um, It could be for um, just anything having to do with 
um, getting your family on board with wedding planning or what wedding look like what wedding planning looks like in 2021 anything like that and then as we're moving into spring it could be how to plan pictures for your engagements best locations for engagements um, how to prepare for engagements how to get your your fiance on board for engagements and then as we move towards May June July it could be um, all sorts of wedding timeline um, planning your reception all these things. And all these things could also start in February when they're starting to plan um, their budgets and their receptions and what cake to have and all these different things. So I can look at the year and kind of ballpark plan what topics I want to talk about each week for the whole year that kind of fit with my bride. And a lot of this becomes evergreen content that can be repurposed every year or throughout the year. Um, so it's good. I can do this same exact thing as a business coach. So I can look at the year and think, okay, January is about goal setting, um, habits, those kinds of things. In the spring, um, what are what are people needing in the spring? What are people needing in the fall? What are people needing around the holidays? In the holidays, maybe it's how to manage um, their crazy schedules with their family, how to set boundaries, all these different things. So I can look at the year and kind of see the needs that my people have and fill in like topics and things kind of roughly what I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to go in and write captions for the whole year, but I can look at the year and kind of figure out what people need at different times of year and how I can serve them. So what do your people need right now? What do people need in quarter one? What do they need in January, February, and March? You don't need to look at the whole year, but just every week, I want you to choose one topic that you can kind of talk about that your people might need right now that could help them. Um, maybe if you sell a product, it's um, it's all about the season. So how to style yourself in the winter, how to um, keep your babies warm in the winter, um, how to keep your babies interested in the winter because we can't go outside as much, how to keep them warm when they go outside, how to adventure still in the winter. Like whatever your brand is, if you're selling baby clothes, there's so many topics you can still talk about in the winter um, that help, like how can you help moms? How can you help your customers, which are moms? Um, how can you help sell your product, but also be a resource for them and um, be intentional about what you put out. The fourth thing you can do when you have nothing to do is improve your client experience. So going through your templates, your email templates, your questionnaires, um, everything that you, how you communicate with them throughout the entire process um, go through and update all of those or create those if you don't have them yet so that you're giving every client a good experience. You have all their questions already prepared and ready to answer for them. And then, um, go through your, like your client experience, like from beginning to end, your interactions, your emails, your communication with them, and where can you make changes? Where can you make changes in your packages, in your pricing? Can you add on certain things, change different things? We've had to make a lot of adjustments to our services in the last year because things have changed. And um, what was normal a year ago is not normal now. And so going through and kind of updating those to make them the best experience for your customers. Number five is improve your skills. So invest in education. Take the online courses that you have saved that you haven't logged into yet um, sign up for the workshops to learn those different skills that you need. Invest in a coach that can help you walk through all these different things one-on-one. -on -one. I know that the girls that have invested in coaching right now are opening up their mind to so many more things that ne they never even knew 
were things that they needed to open their minds up to, um, new systems, new routines, new mindsets, um, new focuses, new intentions, new schedules. It's it's really amazing what coaching can do. I've invested in coaching um, during my slow season. I've invested in taking a lot of those online classes that, like I said, I signed up for, haven't had time to take. Each week, I have taken a different online workshop um, to just sharpen my skills in all these different areas. Um, you could also improve your skills in the actual thing that you do. So practicing more, taking on personal projects and those kinds of things. Number six is set boundaries. So set boundaries now. Look, reflect back on the year you had before and say, where was my time like not set, like spent well? Like when did I cross some lines or my clients cross some lines and how can I set boundaries ahead of time? Like maybe it's prepping them or communicating with them beforehand. Maybe it's um, in the prep. Maybe it's afterwards. Maybe it's um, reminders. Maybe it's setting your schedule in stone. This is another thing that I've been working on with my coaching clients and with myself is just figuring out what are the things that I am not going to miss with my family? What are the things that I want to set in stone? And what are the days that I need to work? What are the days that I want to work? What are the days that I need to be with my kids? What are the times I need to be with my kids? When do my family need me the most? And really setting up those boundaries to make um, the work balance and life just so much easier for the year to come. And then number seven, diversify your income. So maybe it's figuring out new products to bring on, um, new services to offer, digital downloads you can offer. Uh, Maybe it's starting a side hustle or an MLM business or being an affiliate for a different product or a different person. Uh, Whatever it is, you can think of different, brainstorm different ways to bring in different types of revenue into your business and kind of diversify your income more, which is really helpful when you're running a business, especially if it's seasonal, to kind of um, balance out your year. Maybe it's bringing on a new genre. Maybe if you're a photographer and you're doing wedding photography, you do commercial photography in the winter. Or maybe if you are, um, you know, in a nail salon and right now you just do shellac, maybe you bring on a new skill and you do luminary or you do nail art or you um, add on just a different service that you can offer. Um, so you can do this with any business. You can add new products, add new services, think of a digital download or an ebook or a course or something you can add on that helps your clients out. Uh, number eight, bookkeeping. So go through and start a good bookkeeping process now in January. Um, I would highly, highly recommend QuickBooks for bookkeeping. I switched to QuickBooks two Januarys ago and it's the best thing I ever did. Um, I can just pull all my reports. My accountant can be on it. I can easily see my income, my profit and loss. Like it's so easy. I check it every day. I just go on and just add my expenses and income every day so that, um, I don't get behind on it. It's like literally like three clicks. It takes 30 seconds to track my income. Whereas before I was manually doing it and it would take hours and I would miss things and then things wouldn't be balanced and it would be really hard. Um, The next thing you can do when you have nothing to do is to organize your life a little bit. So go through your closets and your drawers and spaces where you have a lot of clutter and get rid of the clutter, simplify, organize, um, get rid of all of just the the stuff you don't need 
And it seriously makes your life so much easier when you go into those busier seasons, knowing that you aren't going to come home to spaces that are filled with clutter and junk. And I do this very often. Anytime I have a break, and this is my Enneagram one showing, but anytime I have a break and I have like a weekend off or a couple days off, I will literally go through the house and just get rid of stuff and organize stuff and refold stuff. And it just makes it so much easier to come back to work or to go back to work and have all this, um, these busy days and, and to come back from that and not be living, you know, in, in total chaos. So it's great. Um, and lastly, read a book, go start reading a book or listening to a book on audible, or maybe it's podcasts if you prefer that, but start listening to things that you don't normally have time to listen to two when you have so much more to do or you're meeting with clients or your your life is busy with your kids or your family or holidays or whatever it is. So a reminder, 10 things to do when you have nothing to do. One, take a break. Two, set goals. Three, create a content schedule. Four, improve your client experience. Five, improve your skills. Six, set boundaries. Seven, diversify your income. Eight, bookkeeping. Nine, organize the closets and the drawers and 10, read a book. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.